Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is another legendary episode of the B-Ball Jones Podcast, which is, of course, obviously your number one, the best and go-to basketball podcast for you and everybody else that loves basketball because that's what we talk about here, basketball. And uh, the man that I had to have talking about basketball with is none other than the defensive player of the year in the Peach Bell Conference, Nelson Haskins. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. We uh, had a good, good laugh, nice conversation for this this recording started. So you know, I'm in a good mood, man. What about you, man? Same, but I, uh, y'all might see me like jump a little bit. I, I kind of got the the hiccups or something, man. Like you know, but you know, we trying to get this content out for y'all, so I'm gonna push through. Hopefully, it stop. But you know, if y'all see me like jerk or like hear me stop talking in the middle of a sentence or something. Kind of like that. I just, right I just <laughs> that's all it is. But you know, we we're gonna push through it, man. Yeah, we are a very professional and uh, <laughs> outstanding podcast and commentators on this game. So we, you know, we, we're gonna make it do what happen. You know, it's gonna be great content regardless because that's what we do. You feel me? So you can't expect anything less than the best from the B-Ball Jones podcast. So, um, but speaking of you being a defensive player of the year in the Peach Belt. Um, I want to talk to you about the different levels of basketball. You know, it's kind of piggybacking off the, uh, I think it was like episode six or eight, one or two. We talked about the levels of college basketball. We broke down the difference between, uh, excuse me, I just burped like you, man, but uh, D1, D2, and D3, and uh, Juco basketball, you know, breaking down different levels of that when it comes to the college game. But now we're going to take a step out and expand out a little bit more and Talk about the levels of uh, basketball when it comes between high school, college, and pro ball, man. So, um, starting off with this, man, in your eyes, what are, like, the key things that separate, you know, high school, college, and pro guys? Like, what is it – well, let me tell you like this. What's the key thing from high school to college that separate guys? And what's the key thing um, – that like limits players like you might be a good high school player, but what limits them from going to take that next step to college basketball? Oof, that's a, that's a, not as simple of a question as you might think. Of course not. Like let, let's so, let's try to keep it on the court, you know, because of course you can go a lot of off court factors. But like, let's let's keep it like skill stuff and like actual basketball talk because we could go. This be three hour episode. You talk about all the stuff. Around that, so just try to keep it on the court for the like ninety percent of it. That's cool. I got you. I got you. So, <clears throat> if we're talking strictly basketball wise, um, I would I would think the number one thing guys look for, coaches and scouts look for in a high school guy, is the ability is the ability to play a play a role. First off. And then if your game translates to what to the college level. <laughs> and so what I mean by translate to the college level is when you play college basketball, there's there's a everything is like times five. The speed of the game is higher. The three point line is farther. The court is bigger. Like everything, even small things, things you would think would be small differences. <laughs> are big changes in the flow of the game. And that's not to say, you know, if you're a good high school player, you're going to be a good college player, obviously, because we see that all the time. But 
I think a lot of times guys don't realize your game might work for where you are and what you're doing right now, but it won't always translate to the college level. Dang. But it won't always translate to the college level. So, like, and this is funny. I saw a post yesterday or day before yesterday that was like, Dear 6-2 basketball power forward. It was like, Dear 6-2 high school basketball power forward. Go talk to your football coach first first thing in the morning. <laughs> that I seen that the other day. And I shared. I said, I, I, I ain't going to lie. I hate to be this guy. I, mean, I said, I, I somewhat hate to say this, but that's facts. Yeah. <laughs> if you were 6-2 playing power forward, you might be good. You might be averaging. I've seen it. You might be like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, playing power four in a smaller high school, and you probably averaging a double-double a game. All pure hustle and, like, dog energy, getting trash buckets and hustle points. And that's great for your school and your team. That's great if you're doing that. But I can guarantee you you're not doing that in college because mm-hmm. you're not going to be 6'2", playing power four. Mm-hmm. You're not. It's just facts. But that happens. High schools don't ha- have height. They put the tallest person they got at, at the four and the five. So you end up playing the wrong position, the wrong position, or a position that you would never play on another level. So then college coaches look at you, and yeah, you you might be playing well, but your game is not going to translate because you're not going to play that position. You're not going to do those same things. You're not going to play the same way. So that's number one, the number one thing that guys look for when they are recruiting or out looking at high school guys. Can this guy's game translate to the higher level? Mm-hmm. Whether whatever level that, level that school may be. So uh I played with some guys in high school that had talent, obviously. Had enough to, I feel like they had the talent to probably play on a college a college team. And some colleges were looking at them, but no none of them really pulled the trigger. Why? Because what what they were doing at our school in Little Old Demopolis, they weren't getting off. Like you had to be, and and so some guys not gonna like when I say this, but it's kind of factual. I'm not kind, of, not kind of, but factual. In rural places like where I was in Demopolis, and other places like that, in that surrounding area, a lot of times you're not playing the best competition. But we don't realize yeah. we're in the middle of it because we all, this is all we know. So we don't realize that the guys we playing with and against are not the best of the best. So that's why it's imperative for guys like that to play AAU or for your high school coach to make sure you get good games. Like you might have to travel a good bit, but you need to play some good teams to know what good teams are like. So, but when you're playing against teams that are not considered the best – and not not killing them, now it's like, oh, if he's not really getting off against them, there's no way he'll come to the college level and and be a good player. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how they look at it. <clears throat> so those are just two things. Like, does your game translate? And are you playing against good competition? And what are you doing against good competition? You know, because if you play, like I've seen plenty of guys get scholarships off one good game. Good game. And I've seen guys miss out on the opportunity to play for teams because of one bad game. So 
what are you doing against the, competi the competition that matters? And does your game translate to what a college team would be asking you to do? So those are the number one things to look at as far as going from high school high school to college. And then, But as a high school guy, a lot of times we don't know what that really means. So we never look at ourselves and be like, what would a college team ask of me? Mm. Or what would they want us to do? Because in our mind, we think the way we play now in high school, that's how we're going to play in college. Yeah. Like, I'm 6'2", power forward in high school. I mean, if you're aware of basketball, you probably know that's not the case. But, um, like, when I was in high school, I was like, I was 6'6", 6'5", 6'6". And I was playing the five. I thought I was probably going to be a power forward when I got to college. Then I got to Juco, I was still the five because I, I was the second tallest person. The guy ahead of me was six seven. I was still six six. And so we me and him was at the five. Like we came in for each other at the five. Then my sophomore year, my coach was telling me, hey, I'm gonna try to get us some more bigs so you can move to the four. And he did. But some of them end up going, you know, things just ain't work out, whatever. And um I was still playing the five for the most part which was fine, you know, was nothing I ain't used to. Then I come here, I'm thinking when I get ready to go to a four-year school, I'm like, oh, I'm, def I'm definitely going to play the four now. No way I'm going to play the five at a four-year school. I'm still six seven. Biggs, he's probably six nine, six ten. Mm -hmm. I get here, we got one guy six nine, and me and Hunt six seven. So me and – so all three of us play the five. <laughs> the guy that was six nine played the five full-time. I played the five full-time, and Hunt played four and five. So, we as players never really know what's, what is going to be asked of us. We kind of have our own assumption. <clears throat> it all, like, coaches to be like, hey, if you want to play college basketball, you better get good at this. Mm -hmm. So, and you're a trainer. That's, that's part, part on you, too. You're partially your job. If you can look at a guy and be like, you have an eye for talent <laughs> to know if a guy can go somewhere with basketball and do things. And so, that's on that's partially on you for the guys that you train to be like, hey, man, if you want to play college basketball, if you're serious about this, you need to get good at this. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're working on. And so, luckily, I had coaches that um, had that energy for me. They was like, hey, man, you say you want to play college basketball, this is what it is. And I was like, okay. Like, that's what it takes. That's what we're going to do. And then I got good at those things. So, those are the main things to look at when you're talking about uh, being a good college player. So, what were those things for you, like um, that you, that the coaches told you to be like, hey, if you want to get good at, you know, get ready for college ball? What were those things that you had to get ready? Because I'm pretty sure there's, you know, a lot of guys who are very similar to you, who's a six five, six six, six seven, you know, power four center in high school, and they're like, man, I want to be, you know, playing college ball. So, what were those things that um, coaches told you? Well, me personally. I always knew I was a defensive guy. I was blocking shots a lot, hustling, getting rebounds, scoring in the paint. And I was athletic and fast. So my coach was telling me, my high school coach was like, I'll never get. So I had very little offensive ability. I've always been behind offensively. Like high school, didn't really have much scoring ability. Juco started gaining something. I got here and realized I still ain't have a whole lot for this level, I'm and I'm just not getting to the point where I can really score the ball consistently. So my senior year, we had a new coach come in named Coach Womack. This is his first year here, my, my senior year. 
And um, he asked me, oh, he, oh, he, re- he told me, he was like, you're going to score the ball this year. Like, you're going to get the ball more. And I was like, okay, bet. Like, let's do it. Like, that sound good to me. So then one day in practice, uh, set a, a screen on my point guard. They switch. I walk down to the paint. They throw it to me. I catch it. I see somebody kind of dig in the hill. I kicked it out to what I felt like was an open three. And coach said, blew the whistle. Stop. Turnover. You got a little man on you in the paint, and you want to score the ball. Turnover. Get other team the ball. I was like, like, what? Turn Like, nothing happened. Like, he, he was like, when you when they switch that screen, you score the ball. Post up and put him in the real, score the ball. Oh, okay, what happened? Who come to help? Score the ball. And now I done got mad because you're yelling at me. <laughs> like, because I'm like, bro, I feel like I ain't do nothing wrong. But and I ain't realize, like, if I was going to ever be a good player, if I can't score in the paint on a point guard, I'm not going to be one. I'll never be who I want to be if I can't score the ball on a point guard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's what he was trying to get me to realize. And then after practice is over with, I'm still kind of upset about it. My coach was like, he came to me like Finn on, on some real stuff. He said, hey, you, you, say, this, say, this, you said this is what you want. So you're going to score the ball. Do what you want. You're going you gonna to get it. You're going to score the ball. you mad at me. you mad at me because I'm trying to give you what you want. You say you want to score the ball, you want the ball more. We're going to do it. And this is how it's going to happen. So he better get used to it. And I was like, like, okay. Like, that's what it is then. So so that's when I realized, okay, if I want to be a good player or if I want to be a college player, I need some offensive. I need, need to be able to score the ball when I get in these positions. So I started working on my post moves and stuff more. Got me a little jump hook here and there. You know what I'm saying? And then I still ran, hustle, play D, like I always been doing. And so then next thing you knew, we go to a school play Selma, Selma High School. Uh go I go down there, I have 20, 12, and 10, and walk out with two scholarships from two junior colleges, one of them being the Bevel State Community College, where I ended up attending for two years. And becoming a uh, first team all conference guy, so it, it all fell into place. I just couldn't see it at the time, but like I said, a lot of times we as high school guy, we don't really know. We all we know is what we know, basically. So if nobody's there to be like, "Hey man, if you want to be good, you need to work on this jump. You need to work on these postles. You need to work on your post move. You better get good at catching catching shoot situations." Guys very very rarely tell us that unless you just a bonafide whatever star of your school. Now, if you that, they'll tell you everything. Oh, man, you're going to go to school. And, hey, if you, work on, if you work on your handles, you're you going D1. Or, hey, man, if you get a three-point shot, you're going you gonna to get a scholarship. They tell the superstar. They don't really tell the guys that's like, hey, you're a good player. You'll be a better player if you learn this. Mm-hmm. They don't really tell that guy. And I, we need coaches to be on them about that. Like, tell players – what it would take for them to get to college. And if they ain't got it, they ain't got it. They ain't got it, but tell them, you know. Yeah. Hey, if you get better at this, colleges want guys who can do this. Colleges look at guys who can do this. People your, your size need to be able to do this. Because there's a, it's, that's just what it is. It's a criteria. 
So offense as a whole, as a whole, really was my thing. Ball handling, shooting, post moves, like anything. Offense as a whole had to be better because my defense was there. I'm athletic. I'm running. I'm I'm kind of fast for my size. I had all that, but I had no offensive ability. So that was my thing. And everybody's different, but learn what yours is. Ask your coach. If you're a player listening, just ask your coach. Be like, hey, coach, what I got to do or what I got to get better at to, to try to go to college? And if he can't give you the answer, then you need to play for a different school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just from my training perspective, I'll jump in a little bit on this one. Um, kind of piggybacking off of what you said, like, yes, work on your things, but you didn't jump from like you said you had to develop your offense like you you identify who you were and where you are like you knew your role like we talked about before know your role in your team like everybody has a role the star plays that has a role so know your role in the team and then from there identify a weakness that you need to work on and you didn't say okay offense is my weakness so i work on ball handling shooting post up mid post uh footwork you didn't work on all that in one summer you just like okay i'm throwing everything in the book in the bucket and just, just go at it now you right. piece piece by piece. So take a summer to work on one or two things. Uh, I'm not saying you don't develop all the other stuff, but walk away from each summer knowing you guarantee that you got better at this thing and maybe this thing too. So for you, it might have been like, all right, let me just get better with my footwork and my ball handling. Let me get better with my mid post and my, my low post. Let me get better with catch and shoot threes and you know dealing with this situation, pick and roll finishing. like Whatever it was, you really got more specific and detailed with the idea of what you need to work on. So um, identify, like talk to a trainer or a coach, whatever, and be like, okay, hey, what, what, what do I need to work on to get better and be able to play college ball? And then from there, you put a little input, put a little, you know, basketball IQ in, in there and take a little initiative and be like, okay, what can I do personally to develop and work on my game? So you watch a little film players that play like you do and um, – Around the same height and uh skill set also like you're an athletic uh six five six six big. Okay, look at college bigs that are doing what you do. Okay. Yeah, he's six five six six, but he really played like a one, not watching you. Oh, you're an athletic big that runs the floor, you know, defensive guy. Okay, boom, I'm watching you seeing what you do. So then from there you start to make more educated guesses about what you can develop and work on. So um that's my little two cents on this, man. Just, just be a little bit more uh, aware of where you are, who you are, and detail and elaborate about the next step to get to where you want to get to overall. And don't just be trying to eat the elephant in one bite. You know, just be patient and take a bite by bite. And then next thing you know, you got a whole offensive bag now, as we can see from defensive player of the Peach Belt. So, uh, if anybody can tell you, it's really me. <laughs> like, bro, guys do not be known. Like, you know, somewhat, because you've seen. Because, like, a guy, I remember a guy that I didn't kind of grew up with named Kobe. Played with him in high school, everything. Shout out to him. Kobe shared one of my, like, highlights from this season. And he was like, man, it's crazy how, like, he, he was like, it's crazy that this is Nils. I think that's exactly what he said. Like, it's crazy that this is Nils. Like, and I comment on it like people really don't know that this it is it is crazy. Mm. Like I have not always been the guy, and I say that multiple times because like, I want people to know that. Because if you're not the guy right now, don't think that's all it is. You know what I'm saying? I have not always been been the guy. 
but I've always been a worker. I've always put my work in. <laughs> and I'm a firm believer believer that if you love something, uh if you love if you love the game, it'll love you back. You put your time and your work in, it's gonna come back to you. The work gonna always pay off. That's how I feel, that's how I see it. And I don't always put I'm a pro I like I'm a I am a example of that because I didn't put the work the work in. Like guys remember when I couldn't dribble, guys remember when I couldn't shoot. Guys remember when I couldn't really uh, uh create nothing offensively. I was just, you know, tall, strong, athletic, ran the flow. And now it's like guys see me on highlights and I'm like moving or something. Now they're like, yo, that's Nelson. Like guys see me step to step through the lane, Euro step somebody in the left hand or something, they'd be like, is like that's Nelson. Like this is Nelson, because yeah. they remember it has not always been like this. But I did what it took to get here. Like I did what it took to make it to the next level, and then the next level, because there's always been another level for me. Yeah, I've never been able to be com complacent at all in my career. Like it was, a, I was nine grades in JV, ten grades varsity coming off the bench, eleven grade I was starting, twelve grade I had to do something for real. <laughs> like this is my last year. I gotta make sure I go to college. I ain't got no offers. I ain't got no looks. So now I gotta make sure I'm, I'm getting get somewhere. Then I go JUCO. I'm in JUCO for two years. Gotta get rid, like gotta be able to hoop. So I go somewhere else. Played them two years. Now I'm at a four year school. Come to this four year school. I'm coming off the bench. Then halfway through the year I'm starting, but I'm still splitting minutes. Then the guy that I was splitting the minutes when he gone, I'm the only five man. Now I'm the only five man. It's like hey, now I gotta hoop. I ain't got no choice but to hoop. There's always been another level. And luckily, and, and you know, I thank God for it. And you know, I'm glad I like I put it put in a position to put the work in. But I've always met the standard at which I was, I at which I had to, you know, it was expected to get to. I haven't always been like exactly what I needed to be, or as good as good as I need to be. But I've always met the standard. Like I got the JUCO, I was starting. I was a solid B. Like I wasn't as good as I needed to be, but I was solid. My sophomore year, I was first team out of conference. <laughs> then I come here, I'm coming off the bench. And then they realize, all right, we need more defense. They start starting me. So then, but they always taking me out for offensive offensive reasons because we ain't scoring the ball. Mm. Now it's like, okay, next year I'm going to be able to score. Then I come in next year, I average 10. I go from averaging four to averaging 10. Shouts out to my guy Carl, who's been training me and stuff like that up here. My assist, he's my assistant coach up here. He's been training me since the summertime. And my, my stats took a big jump. And so now it's like, we ain't got to take Nelson out for offense. Like, he's helping the offense. And he's guarding. He's playing defense. Hey, you know, still. And then, like, the defense got me the defensive player of the year. But if we don't win games, ain't no awards. They don't give awards out to losers. Hate to tell you. Mm -hmm. You can lead the league in anything. You can average 25 a game. And if your team ain't top five, top four, you won't be getting no players of the year. I can promise you. You're going to be all conference. But you're going to be all conference because you're averaging that much. But player of the year, player of the year got to be top three. Defensive player of the year got to be top four, top five. Like, we're not giving that out to losers. Yeah. I see it. So, that's how it is, man. I've always been able to reach the next level. And it is levels to it. So, um, when when you are when you were in high school and you were focusing on getting to college, how 
tough of a balance was it to play your role of what you were in high school, but still, like, you had one eye on what you were doing right now at your high school to try to win and everything, but then you also had one eye being like, I want to get the college ball too, so I have to develop and work and show these things too. So how did you balance that? Because I know I know high school coaches and whatever coach level you're at, you always want your players to be like, no, you focus and you directly, you know, paying attention to what we're doing right now. If you can't win today, we ain't worried about tomorrow. And that's cool to say, but in all honesty, most players aren't able to be like zeroed in, Kobe, focus of like, this is what we're doing right now. Nine times ten, you're going to pick up a little bit and be like, man, what college basketball at? Ah, that's still kind of far away. You feel me? So it's like... That's accurate. You know what I mean? Like, all the players aren't able to be like, okay, I'm in high school ball. I'm here right now. We're trying to win state this year. We're trying to win regionals. We're trying to win whatever. Like, so how did you balance, like, being who you were for your team to still win, but still figuring out how to go and develop to get the college ball? Well, um, luckily, I am a guy that focuses on winning first. So, uh, I'm a win first kind of guy, even if that means I'm not getting stats and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay with that. Would it kind of hurt my pride? Yeah, because obviously everybody wants to score, everybody wants to get their numbers. But if we win it, I, hey, it is what it is. Like that, I, I don't, I don't need to do those things if we win. So it was not as, it's bad. But my senior year, I'm definitely thinking about my future every day, as a lot of guys do. Like, I'm looking at my future like, man, I don't have no offers. I, don't, I ain't really talking to no schools. Like, am I good? Like, am I good enough to play somewhere? Like, I feel like I'm doing, like, what I got to do. And that's kind of a hard feeling because it's like, man, I'm doing – I feel like I'm doing everything right. I got good grades. I'm hooping. I'm working. I'm trying to get better. I have some good, I have some good games. Like, I know I ain't just going crazy, but I have some good games. I do everything my coach asked me to do. And ain't nobody calling calling my phone, and that's you know that's tough. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I said, I'm a firm believer in the work on all going to always show. Sometimes you just gotta be patient. I tell a guy, I tell a friend of mine up here all the time, this game a marathon. It ain't a, it ain't a sprint for nobody. Like and everybody running their own race. So like he because he like it's, uh, I have a homeboy up here. He look at me like man, I want to be like one of y'all. Like, mm-hmm. y'all hooping, you doing this, you doing that. Like, people know you. Like, I want to be like that. Like, and I he, he work hard. And I tell him, like, man, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You you seeing what I am now. All you see is the end result. This ain't even the, the end, but the current result. And you think, I want that. This ain't always what it's been. Mm-hmm. And, like, as I just explained, it's not always been this way. And so, you got to. You gotta take that on the chin sometimes. Like, hey, it ain't. It's not my time yet. But if I keep working and putting the time and effort in and doing things the right way, it will be my time soon or one, or one day. And so, just have faith in that and like put the work in. Ask your coach, like I said, ask your coach what you got to do or what you got to be better at, and look yourself in the mirror, like, and think about it, like, am I doing the things that I need to be? to get to where I want to go. And if not, work on it more. If you are, then, hey, um, just keep it, keep at it, man. Keep pushing. You feel me? It, it's going to be there. And, you know, people, sometimes people need help along the, along the way to get to where they're trying to go. But just have faith in that. Have faith in the work that you 
that you put in and your preparation, and it'll be there. So, um, I know it's I know it's gonna be work to for players to get from high school to college, you know. But um, I know this this is this gonna won't feel all the way across the board. But from your perspective, uh, what are like the easiest transitions from for you personally and like more general overall, like what were like the what are and what were the easiest transitions from high school to college? Because a lot of people try to make it seem like it's just all oh, you just it's so daunting and grueling to play college basketball. But everybody there to tell the full truth, it wasn't everything wasn't as hard. Like, oh, this is easier than what I thought it was. So like, dang, this is kind of easy. I thought college basketball would have been harder in this area. So like, what was it for you that I was just like, Oh, psh, I can do this at this level. There's nothing for me. So, what in your eyes, like for you specifically, what was that thing that was like this translated easy? And what do you think the one thing overall that translates easy for most guys that you talked to and for what you've seen? Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, one thing that did translate over from high school to JUCO was that uh, was number one running. You'll be surprised, but running consistently will, like, make the game somewhat easier for you. You'll get some easy buckets out of it. I used to run. My coach used to drill into my head. If you don't get this board, you better be the first one down the floor. If you don't get the board, be the first one down the floor. And I'm the five. So now it's like, okay, but I, I got to get the board. If, the, if you don't get the board, run, run sprint. Right down the middle of the floor, go. And I was like, okay. And then there was times where I didn't get the board, and I'm like, I kind of, you know how sometimes somebody get the board, you kind of hang back for a second and make sure they secure it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I do that. He'd be like, run! <laughs> like he'll, run, he'll yell at me specifically. Nelly, run! I'll be like, <sighs> <laughs> So that, that was something I learned. Like, it, it'll help. Like, you'll get buckets out of it. Like, it's plays of me in Juco. I ain't get the board. And you see me shoot down the floor. And then they'll throw that thing. And I'll catch it layup. Like, or I'll sprint down the floor. And then a guard end up picking me up. Because another thing I learned that you like in the, the, at the next level that I had never thought about, when somebody shoot, who's normally the first one to get back? on Like, on defense. Guard. The guard. So, if I'm the first one down the floor, guess who picking me up? Mm-hmm. The guard. So now I'm running. The guard picked me up. Guess what I do? We're going straight to this block. Turn around. Hey, ball. I got a little dude on me. And I'm finna score on. Come <laughs> my high school coach told me if I kick it out, that's a turnover. So it got me easy buckets just sprinting and being and being tough about things. And so and that was probably number one. Number two would probably say, um, Defense translated easier than uh, easier for me because, like I said, I always been a defensive guy. Always been athletic, athletic, and like had a mind for defense. Defense translated for me easy. And another thing that made it so easy for me to for it to translate is because I went from having, I went from just playing to having film and preparation and scout notes in college, high school. We didn't have none of that. We didn't have no film on the on guys. Unless we already played them before and recorded the game. We had no film on guys, had no scouting report. It was just like whatever you knew about him, that's what you knew. And then the next year, I mean, then you go into the game kind of blind when you go play somebody you ain't never played before. Mm-hmm. 
college, you're never blind. You go into the game, you got some kind of you got some kind of film, and you got some scouts. You got a scout report. And your guy will be on there, they'll say, well, is he right-handed, left-handed? What move he like? What do he like to be on the float? What is he good at? And so with that, I was like, oh, ain't nobody finna score on me. Like, <laughs> that's how I was feeling. I was like, ain't nobody finna score. What's going on? You giving me the blueprint to how to score, how to stop this guy. Like, how can I let him kill me? Mm-hmm. Like, just being real, unless he just super talented. You know, sometimes a great offense beat great defense. But no no way somebody finna kill me and I got the scout. Like, nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Defense translated for, for me. Now, I ain't going to like, I ain't never been scored on, clearly. Guys done got the better of me a couple times before. But, but I know how to stop most guys. I go, especially when I got film and I can look at a guy. Film, you got to see me in film. I'm in film like this. Like, I'm really, I'm, like, locked in. Because, and especially here at CSU, we go down the line of guys, they'll show clips of every guy on the team. Like, just that guy's clips. Like, this is what he does. This is what he's been doing. He, like, he gets the ball right here. He does this, this, and this. <laughs> this is what move he like. They showing all types of clips. And you can tell what a guy go-to move is from the clip, clips because you're watching clips of just him and how he's scoring and things like that. And you see the same move multiple times. And it's like, oh, okay, he like this move. Oh, okay, he get the ball right there. He going left. Or he can only go right. Stuff like that. If he go left, he going back right. Mm-hmm. And so you give me that, I'm like, bet. And, you know, things like that will help me one defensive player of the year here. Because it's, it's another – it took it even further for me. I'm like, oh, I can see the guy next move. And then I can see guards. I'm looking at guards like, oh, okay, this is what he like doing to get to the goal. I, I know who the athletic guys are, who are the finesse guys. Things like that, and that that helped me be be able to block shots. Like defense translated very well from high school to JUCO to here. Mm-hmm. And so, when you got a mind for it, I don't think defense defense is one of them things that ain't gonna change. I feel like, well, of course, guys are more talented, and getting better, but when your mindset on it and you got a mind for it, it's not gonna change a whole lot because you, you'll know, like you got an instinct for it. And so, are you? It really just take you get to the next level and adjusting. Offense is something like gonna take some getting used to, because mm-hmm. now it's like guys gonna know the scout, <laughs> yeah. so it's different. But defense, defense and hustle translate every time. I feel like uh, I'll push back on that a little bit. I feel like you know it's like every every person has a superpower of basketball. So you know, if some dudes that's a bucket, like no matter what gym they walk into, there the guy's gonna get a bucket. So I don't matter if it's if it's you know a bunch of high school guys if it's um like for you for you for instance if you go in the gym with at the rec it's one thing if you're gonna translate regardless then you go back to school ball okay one thing you translate regardless if you step into the gym with grown men this one thing will translate regardless I put you on the floor a whole bunch of pro players this one thing gonna shine regardless everybody has a superpower that's just like this is my thing and like basically going back to your role for you defense and rebounding. It don't matter what you be walking to, bro. It don't matter how skilled the guys are. Oh, that dude, he can play some defense, dog. Like, oh, shit. All right, let me change my game up. Any gym that Steph Curry walked into when he was a kid, oh, that's a shooter right there, bro. Like, that's that's his superpower in basketball. Like, his shooting was the thing that got him to the next level. So, I feel like everybody has a thing that's a superpower that that one thing, or maybe two, everybody ain't got two, but everybody has one thing. It's just like, no matter what court I can walk into, that's translate. 
And like, you know, for teams, they say defense, defense travels, you know. So if you got a good defensive team, you can play in the gym. So same thing for each player. You have a talent or a skill that translates to any gym that you're going to. So kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, how do you uh, prepare for the next level? First, find your superpower. Like, what's the one thing that you know you're good at? Like, if you're a shooter, shoot the ball. Don't show nothing else but shooting, bro. Like, well, I better shoot the pill off the ball at this age. Like, I bet I see no Wilson, no Spalding, no nothing on that ball by the time we get down with you. So find your superpower and make sure that translates very well to the next level and figure out what that superpower takes to the next level. So you might be a good shooter, like you said, out of small rural school, and you think my 30% shooting is good, but you find out college ball, you got to be at least 35%. Now you're like, oh, snap, all right. So now let me get my superpower to the next level. I think about it like when you join uh, like um, – the Avengers or Justice League, like, yeah, you might be good at this one thing right here, but Batman got you in this one area. Superman got you in this one area. Iron Man got you in this one area. So we don't need this from you right here. Yeah, you can fly, but he flies faster and better and he can carry more. Or she's better at this thing than you. So it's like, you back down in this one thing, but then this one thing shines through better. Like, we don't need you to be the smartest guy in the room right now. You, you're not that smart compared to, to uh, Bruce Banner or Iron Man right here. Yeah, you smart over there on your planet or your your area, but over here, it's, it's different over here. You feel me? So different you, over here. You was a good shooter over there, that's cool. But for right now, your ball handling translate. We need to be a point guard. You can shoot a little bit. That's cute. You know, we should do that. That was cute in high school. But in college ball, you you just you pass first point guard at this level. So you have to figure out what your superpower is and how it translates. Because if you can't figure that out and you got too much pride and ego in the way, or you just unaware. That's hard for you to transition to the next level. So I feel like everybody has a superpower, but you have to figure out what yours is. You might be good at this one thing, but this superpower translates you to the next level. So um, I feel like if players can figure that out, that'll be an easier task to figure out to be like, yo, I can like be an Avenger and play this next level because there's a lot of superpowers in that in that universe, but only a handful of them are the Avengers for a reason. Like. In, in this group over here, like in Wakanda, you the dog over here. But Black Panther shine above y'all for a reason. You know what I mean? So uh, that's my little, my little two cents on that one, man. I, I like my analogy, so I had to throw that one in. No, that's that's valid. That's definitely valid. Right. And I, I'd like to to bring that home for you, like how you said, you might be good. Like you in your own show, you was good. In your, own, in your own movie, once you joined the Avengers of the Justice League, now it's like, okay, we just need you to do this. Yep. And that's kind of how it is going to college, because in high school, when you go to a college, everybody in high school was the everybody on the college team was the man in high school, and I yep. think a lot of guys get that because yep. a lot of times when they get that scholarship in hand, they think, "Oh, I'm the man," mm-hmm. but no, you're not the man. Nine times out of ten, yeah, you are part of the puzzle, <laughs> and we need you to complete the puzzle. Yeah. But you, at the end of the day, you're a piece of the puzzle, but. Like in your high school, you would probably put up twenty something, like whatever, having great, great, great games. But you come here, you give us twelve, you we good twelve yeah. a night. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. It don't have to be nothing crazy. So that's that's your superpower though. Like hey, back here, I know at home you was you was Superman, you was Superman in the movie Superman. Yeah, but when you come to Bevel State. Oh, Oh, you go to Columbus State University. Now you Superman in the Justice League. Like, yeah, you still Superman. You still have that ability. Mm-hmm. But we don't need you're not the only hero no more. Yeah. Now you need to work within this group. Yeah. And make sure, you know, 
we we operate the way we we need to. You're a piece of the puzzle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I think that one that one connects a little bit harder because it's like when you when you humble yourself and think about it, I'm just a piece of the puzzle. What piece do I need to be to complete this puzzle? I don't need to be the centerpiece right here. We already got a centerpiece. Which corner am I going to be in? Like you might you might like for you for instance, like you could have been a twenty and ten guy in high school and you just you was you was a dog. But your superpowers, you playing defense. So you had the humbiest and be like, bro, I can't go 20 and 10. Let me go eight and ten and still be able to win and translate to college ball. Because if I try to get 20 and 10 in college ball, I'm not playing college ball. I'm I'm gonna be somewhere else and somebody direct playing for fun because I'm not humble enough to be like, all right, let me go be a corner piece for this puzzle right here. I think some guys get too proud, like we talked about before with the college uh, levels, like you want to be D1, but D1 has a centerpiece. We got all the centerpiece. We just need you for a corner piece right here. Whatever that's, we don't we want you to be a shooter. We ain't got, we ain't ask you to be Steph Curry, be JJ Reddick right here. That's all we need right here. At some point, you can develop to be Steph Curry. You can develop to be back to 20 and 10 guy. But for right now, if you want to play at this level or be on this team, we need you to be, we need you to be uh, just, just a flash. Flash never shine in nothing but his movies. Uh, Hawkeye, he ain't never shine in nothing but his movie. That's it. That's the only time he was the guy. He had little pieces here and there in the movies, but overall in the Avengers movies, he, he's a he's a he's a sidekick, he's role player. He's a piece of the puzzle. He's a piece of the puzzle. You feel me? So the centerpiece is gonna be Captain America and Iron Man every once in a while, Thor, every once in a while, Hulk. But for 90% of the film, it's gonna be uh Captain America and Iron Man. But we still need Hawkeye. Hawkeye is very important. When when we call Hawkeye, we need him to show up. Hey Hawkeye, we we missing that corner piece, bro. Where you at? I got you now. I'm gonna fly in out the jet. Boom, boom, boom. He took out everybody. All right, bro. We good. We needed you. Go home, bro. Like, we need you. Go home. <laughs> so, hey, Hawkeye did his job. He wrapped us up. So, we good. So, uh, I feel like that's the thing that, that connects from high school to college. And now we can transition from college to pro. Like, I feel like just very similar thing. Like, find your college super power that what you had here and transition to the next level. And I think that, uh, I think this is more easier to see for most people because we watch you guys on TV. To where it's like, uh, man, I, let's let's try to pick somebody for example. Uh, Zion, he's a really good example because we watched him on TV at Duke, and he was like, oh, he's a superstar. He's this and he's that. But it's a big question mark around how he could transition to the next level because, like you said, he he was a six eight six nine. He basically dominated college basketball off of his body, off his athleticism, because he's a super athletic. He was hands down more athletic than anybody, and. He didn't score necessarily off of skill. He didn't have any mid-post game. He didn't back anybody down to just footwork them and like Zebo did. He did. just raw athleticism. So right. we, we question how he translates in his league of athleticism and skill. You know, athletically, he would be, you know, one of the top guys in the league, but you trying to be 6'6 six, six and jumping over dude seven foot, eh. I'm seven foot and I jump just, almost just as good as you do. And I got some skill behind me. So what you gonna do? So, um, what you gonna do? <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot of guys like that to where it's like, oh man, I did this in college ball, so I can do this in pro ball. And I feel like a lot of people get that confused with, like, once again, you were the centerpiece, you were Captain America and Iron Man in uh, in high school in, in college ball, but in pro ball, you you're Hawkeye, you're, you're Black Widow. So let's, <laughs> that's how I beat up for real. For real, like, I ain't even trying to make jokes, like. Let's think about it. Um, uh, let me look at Al Horford, right? 
He was one of the main guys at Florida. He is not the main guy in the NBA at all. I'll take it a step further. Jared Dudley. First team all ACC at one point. Yep. First team. Like, when was the last time you was like, man, Jared Dudley had a good game? <laughs> like, everybody on the next level was the guy at the level just below that. Yep. You guys don't, don't think about it. You Juco, everybody that's in Juco was the man in high school. If you were in college, if you were in uh, four-year school, everybody that was a, that's at a four-year school that came in out of high school, they was the man. Everybody that's at a four-year school that came out of Juco, they was the man that Juco. Everybody at the pro level, that whatever college they went to at that pro level, they was the man in their college level. Like, mm-hmm. we all was the man before we got <laughs> Like, if you're a scorer, you might still be the man. Somebody got to be the man. Yeah, yeah. You know? But nine times out of ten, it's only one or two of the man. There's only one or two star players most of the time. Everybody has a piece of the puzzle. And if you want to be that guy, make, make sure your talent and your, your work ethic match being the guy you're asking to be. Mm-hmm. But it ain't everybody. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be kind of hard for guys to accept that sometimes. Like, I was a man in high school. College, I was a man. Now I'm, in, now I'm on a pro team or now I'm in the NBA. And I'm riding the bench. And I'm like, man, what's up with that? I want to play. Like, why am I not getting a chance? Because everybody on that team next to you was a college superstar. Mm-hmm. And I remember this. It's funny you brought up Zion. I remember when Zion was at Duke, they was like, can Duke beat the Cleveland Cavaliers? Because they was like, Zion, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, all of them beat yeah. the current Cleveland Cavaliers. And so I remember the first comment I seen, I'm so glad I seen it. First comment I seen said, y'all realize everybody in the NBA at one point was a college star, right? Like, y'all do realize that. And I was like, I guess they don't. I guess they don't. <laughs> and that's not to take away from Zion, because, like, I'm I'm 100% sure Zion is better than somebody that plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers or played at that time. Yeah. I'm 100% sure R.J. Barrett is probably better than one of them at the time. I'm 100% sure Cam Reddish is better, better than some of them at the time. But their team would never beat an NBA team. Yeah. Same way people used to be like, could Alabama beat the Cleveland Browns or the Miami Dolphins or the New York Jets? Like, it sounds good. But no, they can't. Like, everybody they playing with has played for a college and was the guy. Like, what make y'all say that? What make y'all say stuff like that? Like, like bro. Like, it's one thing they said, could Columbus State beat uh, UAB in basketball? That's a, Now, we can talk about that a little bit. Mm. I, I ain't going to speak on whether or not we'll win because I play for Columbus State and I'm from Alabama. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's debatable. We can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Don't say, can Columbus, can Columbus State beat the Cleveland Cavaliers? Because, no, we can't. <laughs> I'll answer that for you right now. Now, would I go out there and play with everything I got? Yeah, me, Jared Allen, let's do it. I'm locked in. Like, I'll go out there, you feel me? I'm going to do the best that I can. Yeah. But, no, we're going to lose the game, bro. Like, because yeah. there's levels. And the guys on the level above us are proving that they deserve to be there. We have not. And that's just what it is. But, yeah. man, some guys don't understand. 
Yeah, and we gotta apologize to the city of Cleveland. We, we're not trying to bash y'all. Cause you said the Cavaliers need to turn around and the Browns too. <laughs> I, said, I realized that as I said it. <laughs> I was like, dang, we just said Cleveland back to back. I thought you finished the Cavs again. I was like, dang, oh, oh, dang, this ain't worse. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but, we we hit both teams. <laughs> <laughs> dang, Cleveland was kind of bad for a couple of years, but uh, we sorry Cleveland if we got any fans of Cleveland. Oh. We like y'all. We like the Cavs good now, so you know y'all. y'all yeah, can't. but oh, no, no, ain't nobody beating the Cavs now. <laughs> exactly, man. So y'all, y'all definitely in the talks now. That that them passed down like the Rockets and stuff, man. So y'all like to clear right. that. So um, <laughs> yeah, y'all good. You got to think about like this too, man. Like you look at most teams that are bad like that, man. Like they have like lottery picks from the past two or three years, dog. Like we're full of like the guys from teams in the past few years, bro. Like. Exactly. We, we on NBA standards, we suck. Like we, we're a terrible team. But individual collective players, we have the past. Like who was it? Uh, the Timberwolves. They didn't pick like four point guards in the same draft, bro. So we got Johnny Flynn, Ricky Rubio, uh, whoever else they drafted. They name a point guard in the past ten years. They drafted them, but that one draft they drafted like three point guards all in the first round. So we didn't got. Go through the NCAA tournament. We done picked it three of the top ten point guards, bro. Like they had a chance to get Steph Curry and they passed on him. Like so, you got to think about like NBA teams are full of the top guys at each school or the top two or three guys at each school. Like we looked at the Avengers and we were like, "Give me Captain America, give me Iron Man, and give me Thor." That's what that's what my team is full of now. Like <laughs> that's what my team full. Of. We got Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. What's up? What you doing now? What you trying to get into? So it's just, it's just it's just weird that people sit down and really fix their mouth to say that my team full of one or two like legit D guys at the next level can be the team full of those guys at the next level. So it was cute, you know. It was cute to say Kentucky could probably be. It's funny. Level. It was kind of funny, you know. Excuse me. You good, but uh, it was all right for a second to say that. Ah, I hate it, dark. Good. Yeah, it, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cute for a minute to be like, "Yo, can we can we beat this guy? Can Kentucky when they had all those guys? Can they beat them?" They were saying right. that a lot. Yeah, it was all right for a minute. Oh, we got pretty much every guy on the team is a five star high school recruit, and so when they had the five in five out uh group with Tyler mm-hmm. Ellis, Trey Lyles, and uh, that whole crew, that, yeah. that was all right. That was cool, but no, bro, like that's not working. So, I just, I think, I think, I think most people have a misunderstanding of how what stuff translates to each level. But I really think that um, from college to pro is the most misunderstood <clears throat> because I don't, I don't know. What would you say is the most? Like from high school to college or college to pro, which one do you think people have a misunderstanding of, like the translation of it? Because sometimes Both I feel like, yeah, because I, I can't, I can't pick. Because people be like, "Oh man, this dude, he's he's great. He can do this, that, and the third. But like, he ain't got no left hand, bro. What is he doing in college ball? He can't. Shoot. What is he doing in college ball? You you five six. No offense, bro. Ain't too many dudes that's five six. I'm five ten, bro. And it's hard for me to get to the league. So what you think at five six you can do, bro? Like, ain't look at the NBA right now and. Dudes that's my height was like AI, Nate Robinson, um, Isaiah Thomas. 
Isaiah Thomas, and maybe one Earl Borkins, like five, six, five, seven. Ain't too many dudes under five, under six foot, really finna be in the league like that. The closest dude we had that's rocking the league was uh, Allen Iverson. That's that's it. He was like five eleven, arguably six. But they tried to push him to six one, but for real, for real, he was like right under six foot. So even Chris Paul, he he barely pushing six. He's like six one on a good day, so he's really like six foot five eleven. So like, let's be very realistic here, guys. Like just because he's dominating at high school ball means nothing for the next level. It's only a handful of guys that can translate. And then same thing for your situation. Just because you six two power four, you dominate in high school ball, it's not gonna work at the next level. And then same thing from college pro is like, yeah, you dominated, you would have played a year. Tyler Hansbrough is a great example where you would have played a year all this if you won championships in college, but the next level you ain't you ain't the guy. So I, I really can't decide which one, which translation is most misunderstood, but I just think people really don't understand, man. Yeah, they definitely don't, bro. I didn't under, I didn't understand at one point in time either. So it's not it's not entirely their fault. But you know you you don't you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So a lot of times you got to get there to understand. Cause um I thought when in high school I I was I believed that I was gonna go to a four year school right out the gate. I wasn't thinking about JUCO. And then close to the end of the year, all the JUCOs are calling me. So quickly. Re- Realized that I was a JUCO guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I got JUCO. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go D D one out of here. And in my JUCO career had some D ones I was talking to, but only the D twos that offered. And then COVID hit and kind of made things complicated. But you know that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. But D twos had already offered. <laughs> JUCO like D ones was talking and calling, but D twos had offered. So I was like, maybe I'm a D two guy. Cause I was like, I don't want to go D one, and then like they barely wanted me, mm-hmm. cause they didn't shoot the offer to me. You know what I'm saying? So it was gonna be like, you know, did they really want me, or did they was they just trying to hold on, hold on to me in case somebody else, somebody else had, somebody else that they wanted more had signed. So that's kind of where I was at with that. But whatever, uh, ended up here. So I'm happy with that. Obviously, you know, is everything kind of happens for a reason, but uh, people don't really never know what it takes to be on the next level until they get there, and then you know there's an adjustment period and stuff. But that's how it is. So it's a it's misconstrued on both sides, like from going to high school to college and from college to pro, because guys think you know you know. You see it where guys be in the tournament hooping and whatever, or they'll be top guys in college, and they think they're gonna translate. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but we see it all the time. Like you could look at a guy that's killing the college ga- game and know, like he's not gonna kill on the next level. Like the stuff he's doing now working in the college system, mm-hmm. but it'll never be that great on another level. We see it all the time. Like that's why Kentucky. Got like a NBA draft, like steamroller. Like you come here, you go into the league because mm-hmm. they play league like, like they prepare their guys to be in the NBA. You go play for Duke, it ain't the same. Like don't get me wrong, obviously we've seen plenty of Duke guys go go to the NBA, be superstars, whatever. Kyrie Irving went to Duke. Like you know, we talked about Grant Hill. Like 
Duke to produce plenty of great basketball players, but there are more players from Duke that went to Duke and then went to the league and were regular regular guys than stars. Mm-hmm. You know, and ain't no wrong with that, obviously, because that's still good. They made to the league. I'm not trying to knock that at all. But all I'm saying is, we have looked at a lot of guys from Duke like, oh, he's going to be the man. J.J. Reddick thought he was going to be the man. Jimmer Ferdet thought he was going to be the man. Jimmer like, was crazy. Jimmer, yeah, bro. Like, we, we remember some guys, like guys that came into the league and was like regular guys after that. Because sometimes games don't translate. But everybody don't have an eye to recognize that. People think, oh, he good at college, especially playing at Duke. He good enough to go to the league. And he is good enough to go to the league. But he's not going to do what he did at Duke. Mm-hmm. Put that out your mind. So, that's all it really is, man. It's, it's misconstrued. It's like, I'm not, it's misconceptions on both sides of it. Because it's like, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you you all got, you have to go to find out. That's all it really is. Yeah. Like, kind of like we talked about before, I think it's just, just the miseducation of, one, what it takes to get there and what it's – Excuse me, what is it actually like to get there? Because I think it's too many people speaking on those levels and about those levels that either, like you said, weren't in those shoes to get there or didn't study how to get in those shoes and what it takes to be in those shoes. So you have people or coaches put out there, coaches and trainers who talk about this is how you get better at the game, this is how you get to college basketball, but you don't really understand college basketball enough to be speaking on how to get there or you, you haven't studied the game enough to know what a point guard at college basketball, a point guard at college basketball is not going to sit here and, and be Kyrie. So stop training point guards to be Kyrie because that's not what college basketball is about. Unless you got Kyrie Irving, stop training players to be Kyrie Irving. Thanks. Like, that's it's that simple, bro. Like, I think I'm not saying you can't have a bad, I'm not saying you can go one on one, I'm not saying that at all because you need that, especially if you want to go pro, you need that. But I'm not finding I'm not going to sit and hold a whole workout and just sit here and isolate you to death and have you dribbling. You know, thirty different combo moves is like for what? Like that—that that makes no sense. So I think we have too many coaches and trainers that try to get players to that next level without fully understanding what is at that next level. You know what I mean? So, and then parents and let me let me start on parents and other fans and folks like that. Oh, you play college basketball? No, bro. No, he's a, he's a six foot power forward. Stop it. No. You're my height, bro. You playing center? Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> you playing center? You, but you just do not know, bro. Like, I've known plenty of guys that was like six four guarding me. I'm like, this this ain't how it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ain't how the Lord intended. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's, it's sad, bro. Like, and I, I just wish people be. More realistic on both ends. Like, I think people try to be too negative on it and say, you're not going to make it to the league because it's hard to do. It's only 2% of whatever or whatever percentage is that make it to the next level. And, like, have that, but at the same time, be realistic on the other end of it and say, okay, this is the percentage and odds of it. But if you want to make it, this is what you need to develop and grow in. And I feel like we're not giving players a, a full – we're not giving a red pill and a blue pill. You take which one you want to be. So, like, I could have set you down or a coach could have set you down and be like, yo, Nelson, I don't think you're going to make it because of your offense. You're limited offensively, right? So, yeah, you're good defense, but I don't know if you're going to make it because you're not scoring the ball enough. And I could have shoved, shoved, shoved the numbers in your face and be like, man, you're standing third, whatever. I don't think I'm making college ball. 
But then I have to be realistic and say, hey, if you want to do want to make it, here's the option you can take. You go get go train, work in your offense, you just in a third or whatever, and we can work and develop to where you show these things, and now you're developing and growing. So give players a red pill and a blue pill and let them pick rather than shoving a blue pill in the face and be like, you ain't making it. Like, what? So yeah, that frustrates me, man. So, uh, but my last question for you, man, is um, you kind of touched on it a little bit with the film thing, but what mentally do you think the difference is between high school, college, and pro? Like, what's the mental difference that um, separates guys at each level? And because um, we hear all the time how physically, how also it's more physical at this level, or uh, the speed of the game is a lot faster, and um, certain stuff just 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 overwhelms you physically, and you're more tired. There's more games, all this stuff, the weight room conditioning, all that. We get that. What mentally, from high school to college and college to pro? separates all the differences that you see in uh in your eyes um no one thing i i probably say is hunger like there's a level of like hunger to be good and it's different on every level like you can see it i remember we had this talk to talk about juco ball one time way back when like like maybe the first episode of the podcast, and I said the thing that made Juco special is that guys, mm-hmm. uh, everybody hungry, and guys will eat your food. Yeah, like, and that's facts. And in high school, the fun thing about high school is you can tell, you can tell when guys have like championship aspirations. You can tell when guys have aspirations of going to college. You can tell when guys just hoop for fun. You can tell when guys really love basketball. So you can tell when guys just love what it do for them. Because in high school, you know, you, you see guys in high school play super hard. Then you see guys that's just chilling, you know, happy to be out here. You see guys that come come in, do their job, go home. This is just something they do. You know, they on the basketball team, whatever. And then, you you know, you got guys that's like this. They all, like, they giving everything they got. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's a – you never know what you're going to get. And, you know, some teams have championship aspirations and jump. So then you got a team full of guys that's trying to really win. But that's rare. Like, that's why certain teams have championship DNA. Because the whole team expects to win the championship is trying their best. So, that's not all the time. You know, we, we like, I'm sure you've just seen it. Like, sometimes guys out there just chilling. Sometimes guys out there giving their all. But then the college level is like, hey, we all, we most of us love basketball. Because we all play, we still playing. We in college. We doing schoolwork. We want to win games. And, you know, sometimes guys want to win. Sometimes guys want to score. Sometimes, you know, everybody might have their own goals. But we all putting work in for the most part. So, like, guys be hungry. Guys trying to keep their spot. Guys trying to move on, you know, finish their degree, finish on, trying to go pro. You got to hoop. That's just all it is. That's the bottom line. You got to hoop. So, guys push themselves. Now, if you don't have no aspirations of going nowhere, then, you know, you probably won't. But if you really talking about trying to move on to another level, it's another level of hunger you got to have. Now it's like, oh, I'm trying to kill there at night. I'm putting extra work in because I want to be a pro. And so uh, that's kind of that's kind of what it is. It's like the hunger to be better than I was. Uh, you watch Naruto. For my anime fans out there, there's an episode of Naruto. I don't know what episode number it is. But I, like, maybe I can find a clip. Uh, maybe, maybe not, and we can put it in. But there's an episode of Naruto that I reflect on a lot, and it was about um, 
Rock Lee and his group, Neji and them, my Naruto fans know who I'm talking about. Rock Lee and them, they were fighting clones of themselves. And, like, it turned into a whole lesson. And basically the lesson was be better than I was yesterday. Mm. And so I think about that now. Like, anime didn't taught me lessons in life. <laughs> it was like, oh, uh, the Lee was like, the only way to beat them is to be better than I was before. And then he, like, hit butt in the mouth and jump. I'm like, yeah, boy, let's <laughs> move Better than I was yesterday. <laughs> I'm thinking about that now. Like, the only way to be good is to be better than I was yesterday. And, like, that's how like, guys try to approach it. Like, if I'm going to be a pro, I got to be better than I was in college. If I'm going to go to college, I got to be better than I was in high school. If I'm going to be in high school, I got to be better than I was in middle school. It's all, like, it don't matter what point you start at. If you want to go to the next level, you got to be better than you was before. Yep. It don't matter where, how good you was. I don't care if you average 40 wherever you was playing at. To go to the next level, you got to be better than you was yesterday. So that's just what it is, man. And, like, guys, on a, once you get to a certain point, guys understand that. Yeah. Guys, like, sometimes you see guys you see guys that understand in high school, but not everybody do. You see more guys that understand in college, but not everybody do. You're going to see even more guys that understand at the pro level. But even then, everybody ain't really trying to be the best they can be. Some guys are trying to make their money. But you guys going to understand. Mm-hmm. But make sure you understand. Make that translate. The only way to win is to be better than I was before. So yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. It, go, it, got, it really goes back to what we were saying before we recorded. It's like some, you just got to be spectacular, bro. You got to step up to a whole other level where it's mm-hmm. like, dang, I did all this in middle school. I got to do this in high school. Step it up, bro. Like, that's really all it comes down to. Just step it up. You got you to gotta be better. Like, it, that's it's. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. I know it's, it, it requires more of you, but that's what's required. Like, I, I, man, I thought about this one day. It's like, we focus so much on hard work, which I'm not saying you don't need hard work. It's very important, but like, right. hard work is the basement level of what you need to be great at whatever. You, that's, that's the minimum. That's the minimum requirement to even get your foot in the door of what you want to get to. Like, you work hard. Congratulations. All of us work hard. Now what? Literally. <laughs> okay, I want to play college basketball. I'm a hard worker. Hey, guys, y'all work hard? All right, my, my, I got a full team of hard workers. Now what's it? Like, <laughs> hey, facts, though. Hey, boy, y'all work hard? Yeah, we work hard. <laughs> Thank you. Um. What's next? <laughs> Going on your resume. What's, what else? That's all I got, Coach. Boy. Next. Like, what's Bring the next guy in. <laughs> like, hard, like, I'm not trying to clown hard work. You need that. But that's like the basement level of what you need. But that's the foundation. You're not going to go in the house and be like, well, got a, I got a foundation. I laid the cement down. Ready to move in. Like, what? <laughs> I, I ain't got no walls, no ceilings, no furniture, <laughs> no nothing, bro. Like, all you got is a foundation set. Like, <laughs> you ain't got the plywood up to build up. The, you got the frame of the house set, bro. How you guys, the, the foundation laid. Boy, go sleep on the floor outside. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I'm not trying to clown how it work, but it's just like, sometimes we get too cute where you need to work hard. Like, no, it's more to it than that. Like, you have to outwork yourself, but at the same time, be smart about how you're working because you go out there and shoot a thousand shots a day, but it's like, you're not realizing you need to work on your ball handling too, and it's like, you're not get, really getting better. Like, 
So like Rock Lee could have been like, I need to work harder than I did yesterday, but you still working on trying to work on uh I ain't gonna go that that, that deep in the rapper hope folks, but there you go. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about I was like ah <laughs> nah, I ain't finna go there, but like Rock Lee, he could have worked on special abilities that he could have been working on, but he would have been going nowhere fast. But he mastered his level, Ty Jutsu, and he's just like, I gotta be a G at what I what I can be. My superpower is this right here. So I'm gonna be a G at this and be I'm gonna be a gangster at this level, what I can do. So uh, please keep working hard. I'm not saying that, but yo, know, working hard will have to be stepped into another level and to another level and to another level to get to where you want to get to. And so that's kind of what the whole base of progress on the goal is, bro. Like you can only focus on making progress, bro. Like there is no such thing as the best. There is no such thing as the best. It's, it's, it's not existent in my world. You can only be better. Like, how can I get better today than I was yesterday? Excuse me. What can I do to make progress? My goal is to make progress. What can I do to make progress? Okay, boom. That's my goal for today. So that's that's how I feel like we should approach, you know, uh, from each level. So from high school to college basketball, what can I do to make progress in this? From college to pro, how can I make progress in growing this? So, uh I think I think that's probably the biggest takeaway, man. Is like, do you really have the hunger to make it at the next level? Like, really, you could really throw away the whole episode and be like, I don't care what the differences are, bro. I'm gonna make sure I outwork everybody, and I want it more than this next guy does. Cause everybody, man, I, I guarantee you, you go uh, a five second interview with each school in Jefferson County right now, wherever county you're at, and you ask each player at the uh, varsity level. On their varsity team, how many guys want to play college ball? Out of twelve players, I guarantee ten of them say I want to play college ball. <coughs> All right, you start interviewing. How many shots y'all took? How, how many times you lifted? How many times you ran? How many times you watched film? Some hands start sliding going down real quick. There's a reason why. There's a reason why I mean so many guys make it to the next level. So when, a lot of guys can even even. Meeting the minimum requirements of working hard. That's that's just the truth. A lot of guys ain't even meeting that. So that's that's the foundation to get in. A lot of people ain't even meeting that foundation of requirements. So uh I think that's the biggest takeaway, man. If you really want it, you're gonna you're gonna figure out to go get it. It's times where I thought I wanted it, I ain't really want it for real, man. Like in business and stuff, I say I want it, but then it's like, yeah, I ain't I ain't did that in like months, bro. Let me let me figure out what else I want. So I just feel like if you really want it, it you can buy a water to throw away the whole episode, bro. If you really want it, you'll figure out a way to go get it. I don't care. Like, I, I was saying, you five, six, and you, you'll figure out a way to make it work. There's a dude right now in college basketball killing it, and he like five, 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 six. He figured out a way to work. This dude with one arm right now killing the high school. He figuring out how to make it work. So, at the end of the day, man, if you really hungry and you want it, be like Rock Lee, be like Naruto, and just outwork everybody, man. If y'all don't get that reference, then go watch Naruto and you'll understand. All right? So, uh, but that's it, man. Like that's that's the key takeaway from this whole episode. So yeah, if y'all watch this whole episode, y'all got a whole gym that most folks won't get, man. So that's that's nice. a, a nice little Easter Easter uh, Easter surprise for you guys, man. So uh, but that's it, man. Uh, anything else we want to leave with the people with? Oh man, just be better than you were were yesterday. Like Riley said, I gotta really try to find that clip now, so so people can understand the context of it. But be better than you were before, man. And like I'm a prime example of that because every year I've played basketball, I've gotten a, I've gotten a good bit better every year. And I take pride in that because that means that the work 
the work is paying off. The work is, you know, is showing. So, and people see it now. Numbers going up, stats going up, prices going up. So, that's how it is. But, man, that does it for another episode of the B-Ball Jones Podcast, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this one. Um, y'all, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, let us know what you think. Tell us what you think the differences is on every level. Uh, comment and let me know how to get rid of the hiccups. Because um, <laughs> it would be greatly appreciated. But, um, yeah, man, uh, let us know what y'all what y'all think about our definitions and about our you know our viewpoints on the levels of of basketball and the differences and how how games translate. Let us know. And if you have any questions for us, let us know that too. That too, because we big on helping guys get to the next level. So um, be sure to follow Brian on off social media at B Ball Jones. That's B E Ball Jones on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also follow Brian on TikTok at B Ball Jones as well. Be sure, be sure to follow me at NellyH34 on Twitter, at Nelson.Haskin on IG, and Nelson, it's just Nelson Haskin on Facebook. It's like it's getting worse. Man, that, that, that's all right, almost there. <laughs> but and Nelson Haskin on Facebook. Um, be sure to follow the uh, podcast on TikTok, also also at B-Ball Jones Podcast. Uh, we got a couple videos up already, so... Uh, go check them out for us and like like those up and follow the podcast TikTok. But um, that's it for us, man. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to tune in next week for another episode. <sighs> Let me get the outro out. Be sure to tune in next week for another great episode of the B-Ball, B-Ball Jones podcast, man. Once again, we appreciate y'all for listening. And we out.